Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody and welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. And today we celebrate because thank fucking God that's over. Euphoria season two, it's come, it's come to a close. And it today has. I am joined, I'm joined by Aurora Carter and Tavares Pennington. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Great to be here. Oh, I'm glad to have you both. Uh, as always, uh, we're here to do our usual gossip about the uh the kids at Euphoria High. Um it was uh it was a good finale. You know, it was enter- it was an entertaining season, you know. I talked I-, I said thank God it's over, but it's mostly just because of the social media presence surrounding the show. Yeah. Uh it's been a nightmarish hellscape. Um, <laughs> Damn, that's some strong words, huh? You haven't been happy <laughs> getting on Twitter on Sunday nights, huh? <laughs> no, yeah, like it's not just Sunday nights either. It's just like yeah. every day of the week they're tweeting about Euphoria, and I feel sometimes I felt like I wasn't watching the same show as some people. Well, and was. you know, I, there's it, it, it's only typical it would happen here, but like it, it only took a couple weeks for someone to be like, "Hey guys, here's a bright idea. Let's just throw a whole party and." theme it after euphoria and i'm like we're gonna we're gonna be the euphoria party people we're gonna isn't that isn't that what they don't want you to do yeah like i feel like that makes me worse about being like yeah i'm gonna get drunk at the euphoria party like like no euphoria party like no these kids are uh, avoiding serious underlying issues (laughs) (laughs) no yeah they all got they all got some shit going on that's for sure um seriously and so, that, that's so something good. that I think is redeemable about this season, though, is that it it was more upfront about trying to not glorify, but instead bring those underlying issues that drive the abusive behaviors to light more. Oh, everyone was hitting a new low every week. Like there was nothing glorifying shit uh, this season. You no, know? Uh, it was all it was all painful. You know. Um, and since we last talked, you know, we talked after episode four. Um, now, 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 four weeks later, we've gotten the latter half of the season, and uh, you know, it—I wouldn't say it went out with a bang, but it, I think it elevated as the season went on a little bit, especially from those from the last couple weeks of uh, like three or four. Uh, it, it it got better, you know, and uh, I I hate to be right. You know, I hate to be right. Uh, when we when we spoke at the uh, halftime heat check, I, I I said perhaps that if they wanted to kill somebody who would hurt like hell and uh, wouldn't cost a lot of story, it would be our man's ashtray. Uh, did not know it would happen in such a tragic manner, though. Wow, that fucking hurt. Yeah, yeah. I had as soon as I, uh, I realized what this was going to end up being, I was like, damn it, they called it. I was, like, I, was, like, I, I was FaceTiming 
my friends because they had um, a Euphoria season finale watch party. Mm. And everyone was like, it seems like Aurora is in the room with us. Because I was screaming at Ashtray so badly. Like, oh I was like, God. no, no, what the fuck? What are you doing? Why can't stop? Like, I was <laughs> screaming at him because I was like, why are you doing this to Fez? Like, my heart was just going up. And I was praying. I was praying when that red dot was going to his forehead. They were just like, oh, let's just arrest the shit out this little kid. But then, uh, like, I kind of felt like Ashtray, they was going to be like, no, you're... They couldn't fine. do that to the police at this day and time. Like, you know, like, with the way that the brotherhood of police are being criticized right now, like, you know, if if the, one of their own gets killed... It's, it's a, a clapback. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I like that earlier in the episode, too, when uh, Lexi was like, Lexi asked Fez, like, then what are the police good for? And he was like, shit, fuck if I know. <laughs> uh, I was so happy Faye, even though she, it shit wound up. She still, held it down. Yeah, but she was just like, oh, no. Like, I said, girl, you yeah. use those big ass lips for a reason. Well, Thank you. So, and I mean, <laughs> that's ultimately what I'm thinking, because Fez is obviously very centrally implicated in this whole plot. Like, this is you know, his grandmother's apartment. Um, but they may have written it just so he gets an easier break come next season, um, which is terrible that I'm already thinking about that. But that's how they did it last season. That's a, how they've done it this season. They they yeah. they put, they, they hang Fez, they, they hang Fez out there and they're like, come back and see what happens. Come back, yeah. Um, but he does not say anything on the recording because of... Um, of uh shoot what's her name i'm forgetting it already fat and then ashtray is now dead which means ashtray can take the fall take the fall and i mean not to be i don't know like he's i don't i don't consider ashtray as a completely credible actor you know he's forced into the, a lot of these situations due to his own history and upbringing but he was the one who, who did cause most of these problems to arise. All of oh, them. no, yeah. Like, I remember what motivated me to say he would be the one who got killed is that he was quick to act. Yeah. He's very, uh, he um, um, what's that word? Um, impulsive. impulsive. Just, uh, yes. He acts like this without thinking. That's why when he stabbed yo, I was, I was getting some Michael Myers type shit. I was like, why did you just do that? Like, and I thought the Yo. way they carried Ashtray at the beginning of season one, it seems like he was really smart. Like, it, it came off like he's not stupid. But it's like... The, they did um, kind of pivot with his character. I, I, I didn't really think about that. Because if I remember him at first, when we first introduced Ashtray, he's kind of talkative, isn't he? Yeah, he was very, very talkative. talkative. He became more mute and just angry. Like it was, He didn't say a word in the finale. Not a word. Really? Not a word. Not a word. That like credit to Javon Walton's performance, the actor That's awesome. uh, of Ashtray. Didn't say a fucking word. He, but he, did he just incredible. looked. It was just uh -huh. on sight with him. Like, oh no. Yeah, he uh he did fantastic in that finale. And uh yeah, you know, it's hard to say what motivated him in that mo moment. I uh I saw like a a tweet earlier that I don't think that like I I fully subscribe to, but they did make a point to show us that Ashtray was always around, always listening, always yeah. kind of hanging around the corner. And 
perhaps he heard Fez talking to Lexi on the phone earlier and everything he wanted and uh, hoped and uh, wanted a family and moved out, wanted to move out to a farm and stuff and was like, well, if you take this fall, that ain't gonna happen. Um, yeah. It was- now, now that, now that doesn't answer why he had to die. Um, but you know, but like perhaps why he was more willing to take the fall. I have never seen um, Fez. Well, I forgot the actor's name, but um, Angus Cloud. Angus, that's right. And like he, his acting, like he was acting like he was actually being loud. Like it was like he was really being like Expressive. stop. Like it was so sad, and he's like he's just a cat. And it's like, did Fez turn Astrid not from his little brother still, but more like, a, like, like that was his, um, like was Fez like his guardian at that point? Yeah. It seemed yeah. like he yeah. was acting not as like an older brother, but as like more like a parent. That's yeah. what I got. And just a kid. It oh was man, just, that shit sucked. That was painful. That was so uh, painful. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. Um. Yeah, Fez Angus Cloud did fantastic in the finale as well. Uh was it Ashtray who who clipped Fez? Yes. Yeah, it was right. Yes. The bullet, yeah, Ashtray bullet went into Fez. Yeah. That's a rough one. And That's it was kinda one. I kinda saw this like metaphor. It's like like maybe Fez is gonna hold resentment towards Ashtray. Like nah. Like I'm not like resentment, resentment. Like he's going to be like, I fucking hate this little kid. Oh, but it's kind of like, like if this is your loved one and they left you, like, because it's kind of like he's alone. Cause I feel like they're going to do like his grandmother is going to not be here anymore. I feel like that's what they're doing. Like that house. I don't understand how the grandmother is still alive. She that's what I'm saying. That's what, <laughs> every that's time we see her, I'm like, how, she's a vegetable at this how does point, she bro. Eat, drink. Take a shot. Well, like what? <laughs> What's going on here, I don't bro? Know. <laughs> I love yeah, that while no, we're but... talking about euphoria, my phone sent me an email about opioid addiction. But okay. Oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> They're always listening. Um, <laughs> now, nah, yeah, but so we leave this finale. Um, you know, in this in the latter half of the season. What's going on with Rue and? Uh, uh, the human trafficking lady who she owes ten thousand dollars. Why have they not cleared that up still? I felt like they was trying. I felt like with Faye kind of putting the blame on Mouse killing to Lori. I think that's the lady's name, Lori. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's going to be a way of um, you you know, like next season to be like, okay, well, let's get this out the out the way. Like that, gotcha. we're not gotcha. worrying about that no more. Because I felt like wherever the phone, they probably can pick the phone out of that, sold or whatever. And I don't know if it was a recording or actually, I think the phone was active. I don't think it was a recording. I think someone was listening to that. So that was probably mm-hmm. a way of them being like, all right, let's go find whoever the fuck he was, Faye was talking about. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, that's something I'll say for this season is uh there's just there was a lot of stuff where it, was, it solely existed to build tension mm-hmm. uh and to flare up the dramatic even if it didn't result in anything there were multiple moments like that um like i, I remember whenever uh the chick maddie babysits for 
she like catches her catches her trying on her shit and like puts a camera in her closet and like like mm-hmm. keeps an eye and that was all just so she could give her address. Yeah. Like but they they played that music like this was gonna be a fucking problem for Maddie. Like ooh. I yeah. think the reason why, like, I kind of like the reason for the lady giving her the dress. Cause I felt like even that pool scene, you kind of realize that that lady is like, oh, Maddie is me. Like, mm-hmm. at that age, like, she is me. And I can understand mm-hmm. why she's doing this. Because I kind of felt like we, whatever happened to Maddie's, like, parents? Like, are they just not in the show no more? Because they didn't show them at Were they all. ever in the show? Well, I remember, like, you know, when, I think the only scene we got this season in Maddie's house is when Nate came with the gun. Like, I, I think that's, that's right. It. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think I don't think that happened by episode four. There's been some other shit that's happened since we last talked. Uh, that was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, do we? Okay, so are we all on the same page? So like, Jules and Rue are no longer a love story based on what Rue said at the end. Yeah. 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 It's just a, that first heartbreak kind of story. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like Nate and Jules are going to be a thing. I don't know why. Don't gang up on me, but I feel like they are going to do that next season. I, I feel that. It's either going to be Dominic well, she or can't, Nate. She, she can't because she's with... Uh, you said Nate and... Jules, Jules, but I feel like it's either going to go to Dominic or... I mean, um, Elliot or Nate. I, it's going to go this I way. think Dominic Fike would have something to say about that. <laughs> Oh, aren't they dating? dating <laughs> they are right? in real life. That's right. <laughs> Apparently. But yeah. I, I think so, too, after that last, because th- that last interaction that Nate and Jules, Jules have was I just every way, word too, I said. way too, uh, there was too much mutual understanding there. Like, even though it was a, a, a overt tone of opposition between the two, there was this underlying connection that was being proposed in the way that they just both understood why they were, engaging in the way that they were yeah that's why i said what i said. I got another question too about this finale uh so what's uh what's cal technically getting arrested for um child pornography i believe so that's what i would think child, or it i would think it's so unconsensual um, yeah perhaps i was just i was just curious like oh yeah the un- unconsensual filming of yeah. these activities i believe it's that, those that could be two yeah i believe it's those two because okay. i don't think jules was the only underage person cow was with that would make sense that would make sense you know i think uh i also think it's they were making the point to try to portray to us that nate left jules out of that by giving her the by giving her her tape like I'm going to go ahead and take all the rest of this mm. to the police, but you can that, decide what you yeah. want to do mm-hmm. instead of like uh, throwing her under the bus with like forcing her into litigation around that sort of thing. Like he's like, you have the opportunity to do it on your own. And she chose to smash that shit up and ultimately it's going to pay off anyway. It looks like. Can we talk about how they just threw in Cal like Benny over Nate in the play and the thoughts that went through my head because I was like, was Cal fucking like we didn't know this? Like was this a thing? Cause I never uh I wasn't the only person that thought that. Cause I was No, you were not. You were not. Yeah. I, I saw plenty of that online. Uh because I was like Whoa. I never got that impression though. Cause I was like, see part of me felt like no, this is just Nate 
thinking like this is like part of his it's a psychosexual yeah and when he had said what he said in the warehouse or something um i was like oh like just imagine how that felt for cal to be like oh my son had dreams about me fucking him like mm-hmm. like i really fucked my kids like like you know like them over literally and metaphorically. <laughs> yeah there's so many uh interesting layers to that no, yeah. yeah, I always thought it was just a, it was just a, and he, he comes out and says it was a recurring nightmare he had over the course of his entire life, it sounds like, as we see it happened like last week, I think, uh, or like, uh, the second to last episode, I think we see one of those dreams. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of, yeah, feel, he's, uh, yeah. What was that? Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I kind of feel like where we're going with these characters so far, I feel like we're going to get like Lexi and Rue. That's gonna be a thing coming out with Fez, and I really feel like that we might get a Nate redemption storyline. That's just what I feel coming up. I think uh, I think it's really cool that they reframed this last little these last couple episodes with uh, Lexi's play. As uh, I was really worried about like how it would go, and at first I was kind of like, "This is kind of unfair of Lexi to kind of air out all of this shit on all airing the out but... everything." Uh-huh. Yeah, but you know, it was perhaps necessary for them to see what it looks like to to an outside eye. Uh, you know, as he's as Fez said, sometimes people need to get their feelings hurt. But I like the way they uh, reframed it as like Rue and Lexi finding their way back together as best friends there by the end. Like I yeah. thought that was really cool. That's yeah. why I said um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved that. But uh, for um, Cassie going on the stage. And having Maddie be like, oh, bitch, hold up. You're not about to do what you're about to do because you're not going to do it. This like bitch this. needs to be put down. Yeah. Oh. Like when she just slapped her and Zendaya, Zendaya's reaction throughout the whole play is so homegirl. It's so <laughs> like she was like, dying. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> she was like, that was a crazy, like, it, there weren't even that many like physical interaction moments in that fight but every time like you know i'm like oh shit like especially yeah, yeah. when they're chasing each other she throws i was Into like the oh, that's, wall. Everything. that's everything my favorite right my absolute favorite part is when they're in the bathroom afterwards and cassie is in disarray her yeah. hair is fucked, fucked up. up she's she got broken nails she's crying and shit and then it goes to maddie and that shit didn't do nothing to her. Ain't no. a hair out of place. <laughs> she ain't, she's perfectly fine. Ain't no nails broken or nothing. She just knows at some point. You know what's punishment enough? <laughs> you date Nate. Like it was like. Yeah. And I t- do you think that she's going to still trying to get back at Cassie when she said this is only the beginning? Oh, it's like this is only the beginning for her liking Nate. Well, for with uh, her going, uh, well, he broke up with me right before the play. She went like, nah, this is only the beginning of that. Like, we broke up before. You know, like, we, we broke up uh, a first time as well. And all the, and every, every way he hurt me came after that as well. You know, like, that's, I think it's that just like, sense. it's the only, it's only the beginning of your relationship with Nate here. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, there is also the option where, like, uh, Nate's, Nate's dad's out of the picture, and I know he's probably uh, he's probably permanently fucked uh, fucked up, uh, obviously. Yeah. But uh, 
uh, unless he gets into some therapy, I, I, I don't necessarily see the uh, the redemption arc for him quite yet. I could see him wanting to be better, but being completely unable to execute. Oh yeah, um, I feel like if they was going to do a redemption arc with Nate, like what I meant by that, like they might start setting like stones for him because he just yeah, automatically right. become like a sweetheart. Like I'm like, okay, this no, is no, no. fuck now. Like this, man, he's got some weird. He's got some weird motivations. Then he What's is doing? literally What's the most scariest, <laughs> like scariest white boy I have seen on TV so far. Yo, no. when he was sitting down with the gun at Maddie's house when she walked home, fuck no, bro, mm-hmm. that was some shit straight out of a horror movie, right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> he looked fucking scary. That really just upped it too for no reason at all. Like the stakes, like I kind of felt like Sam the writer really was just dramatic as fuck, like unnecessary dramatic in certain times. Like oh yeah, like well, like, it's a it's a melodrama first and foremost. Yeah, I feel yeah. like is what is kind of what Euphoria just is. So it's it's trying to like play on these scenarios and man but like i'll I'll tell you though season one the melodrama was high right but it all felt meaningful mm-hmm. I, I felt i felt like that's where it like it kind of lost steam in this season is that there felt like a lot of moments that it was melodrama for the sake of melodrama mm-hmm. and not melodrama that was serving the story with a with a uh a better purpose i completely and, uh, agree mm-hmm. it was like every dramatic action led to something and this was just there just for like viewer effect like it was just like oh let's get the you know the verse like oh shit what's going to happen nothing you know like it it, it seems like they were going for something a little different with season two than they were with season one you know because i was i will say i was massively entertained i don't think it was as good as season one but i had more fun watching it uh like season one was a chore to get through because the pain i felt was relating to the story and everything kept getting worse and worse this time around it was like Oh shit! They went and did that, and then there was no consequences for it later on, and it was just kind of like, okay, Um, yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. yeah, But I was going to say like one, I think like my favorite scenes so far in season two would be one of my favorite scenes that I like the way it was shot was um, Nate and Cassie in the car driving, um, like when she Mm -hmm. was. When you first I got his like, oh, he's attracted to Cassie. I I mm-hmm. loved the way that was shot. It was it was actually really good. I, I watched that so many times for therapy reasons. I think mm-hmm. my favorite scene, my favorite scene mm-hmm. in season two was when they gave Dominic Fike five and a half minutes of screen time for singing the song. You know, I was just reading an article about how like he was getting roasted alive. <laughs> no, here's you know, the thing: is that I, like I was like, oh, this is cute. I swear, uh, and, and the song the song was a, it had a cute purpose, and like it was you know he's making it up to Rue a little bit, trying his best to to get be like I'm trying to you know connect with you here. I'm sorry for everything I did, etc. Uh, and then it went on for another two and a half minutes, and I was like, we're on our third chorus. Can we? Maybe not the whole song. Yeah, no, I I remember like not even noticing what was going on. Like he started singing, and the next thing I knew, I'm looking back up from my phone, and it's and I'm like, wait, he's still still singing. He's still (laughs) singing. Like I'm like, how how long have they just been zoomed in on their faces? Like Like, I just wish like if they were going to do that, at least show like Dominic and Rue like scenes that maybe we didn't see or like. Yeah, like, like or cut it in with different action around with the uh, just being like oh shit I'm going to cardiac arrest 
Like, you know, maybe it was just just them sitting across from each other. And there was a certain point where Rue was like, yeah, like, if he was given some, like, vocal vocals, you know, like, I would have been like, all right, yeah, let's, (laughs) but it was just like, oh, okay, a guitar and falsettos. No, yeah, and like the song was good. It's just like it wasn't the time. Uh, <laughs> the time, no. This wasn't the episode for that. I'm. I have too much anxiety throughout this whole episode. For that. Yeah, I, I don't get why they couldn't just do a montage of some sort. Like they've done that before, See? like plenty yeah. of time. They did that at the very end of last season of of season one. Like they did a whole exactly. music video production, damn near. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, and. Uh, Ultimately, though, it was it was an entertaining finale, you know, and and an entertaining last couple episodes. The framing of Lexi's play as kind of the background and something the season's leading up to uh, was a lot of fun, you know. And once it once it started getting going, I mean, I was I was like, I was like, hey, like I was like, fuck yes, (laughs) this shit was fun as fuck. It was in everybody's ass. I wish I was there. Hmm. Lexi's saw, mom, uh, Lexi's mom was living. Oh, she was having the time of her fucking life. Yeah, she, How about yeah. Ethan? How about the fact that we don't get a single reactionary shot of Cat after nothing. calling Ethan boring? I'm just like, is the show was the show conceding that all of it was just a waste of time, like Cat's whole storyline? Because that's what it feels like. Like, yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, Cat mm, just kind of is a shitty person. Turns out. Uh, moving on. Like she irritates me with that gaslighting shit. I was like, "Bitch, like how you?" Oh my god! Whenever, like they were at the diner, and I was like, "Oh my god, Ethan, if you don't get the fuck up and walk away from this woman right now, she is being terrible to you. (laughs) She's being terrible to you. (laughs) She's being terrible to I don't even know. Like I, I I just don't understand. Like if you were to compile all of Cat's scenes." From this season, from what season what arc would they amount to? to? Like, Nothing. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I did read something that like something behind the scenes prevented uh, prevented her from. Uh, I did like her storyline was headed in a direction she was really not comfortable That's with, what, so yeah, she like I read the same. She <laughs> didn't she didn't shoot the scenes, so like her story, I think like it ended when it ended because they were like, well, we have to figure out a way to do something with you this season and i think it was them ending her relationship with ethan was just like that's that's the arc she got him at the end of season one they're not together by the end of season two the end what you gonna say oh he was killing it up on that stage yeah he was but cat is so stupid because i remember my friends was like girl you had a man that want to give you cunnilingus and they want nothing in return? Are you serious? <laughs> like, it was... <laughs> that was so fucking funny. She's like, you know, uh, I'm just I'm just not into it. But she couldn't just say that. Like, she could also couldn't just be like, I'm, I'm don't, like, I no longer have feelings for you. She had to be right. like, oh, like, I don't even, that was just such an odd scene. Is there, is there something to it maybe that she was like I, I don't know if we're giving Kat too much credit with this idea but that like maybe she's making it easier for him to be like okay I'm done maybe uh, but like why does she have to do all that shit because she just made her, herself seem awful like 
like that she very clearly knew what she needed to do, but instead of doing that, she was going to make it seem like his fault. Don't like, get me wrong. It ain't okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that bitch was crazy. And then the whole time while she's talking to Maddie, she's on the phone. Like, I mean, like, while whole time while she's talking to Maddie, it's like she's on the phone at their oh breakup. Oh, God, thing. yeah. Like, that was wild. I was like, as soon as the scene dropped in, I was like, she was on the phone? <laughs> That's another level of disrespect. But like, he was like, well, you haven't looked at me since you got here. Can we um, talk about the season five? I mean, not season five, episode five. Of which one was that? When Rue had her like her withdrawal scene when she was kicking doors down and shit. Oh yeah, that that was, that was quite the that was quite the uh, that was an intense way to open up a uh, episode. I will say because you no, it, oh it, yeah, I, like because they kicked in the the euphoria thing and I was like, fuck, we're like ten minutes in. That's it. Yes, yeah. yes. Like I was like, ho 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 ho, hold up. Like it was. So crazy. She was like, where the fucking suitcase? And I was like, I said, girl, you must have came to Baltimore City for like five minutes because you was acting way too good. Because I was like, wow. And her just being like, mom, that wasn't my fucking shit, yo. I swear to God. I swear. (laughs) It was so real, though. Yo, and I got to say, uh, you flushed an entire suitcase of drugs, never once thinking this might be bad for my pipes. Um, this no. might be bad for my pipes. $10,000 worth of drugs, you just flushed all of it down the toilet? That can't be good for your like, for your plumbing. I wished her mother was like, because my mom was even being like, wait a minute, if my daughter, like my mother looked at me and was like, if you came home with a suitcase full of drugs, I'm not flushing that because evidently how did you get this like <laughs> i need to ask questions like, you had... <laughs> like that yeah that's just a really bold choice that's that bold. bold and then jules and i felt like i kind of i kind of that kind of hit hold for me because i remember one time when i was like zapping out really bad like because that seems like very personal to me and like whole time like both of my cousins was like in the house when i didn't know about and they heard me zapping out the whole time, and I felt that like, like they felt like, like she was mad. She was like, "Oh shit!" They heard all that shit. Yeah, and she was like, yeah. "You know what? Fuck it." They heard it. Let me zap out on y'all. Like y'all yeah. can get this work yeah. too. Yeah. Whenever it was revealed that Jules was sitting in the other room, I was like, "Oh fuck!" And she just heard all of that, and then she went in there and was like, "You know what?" Fuck you too. Fuck you too. Uh, I, I don't. I still don't know how I feel about how they handled it, like going straight to her mom like that. But I, like, I, I think it, it was the got right the it got the shit done that needed to be done. So I guess you can't. But like, yeah, I don't know. It was that was that was kind of heavy. That was no, yeah, it was mad. It was mad heavy. You know, it's uh, and and, and I think Jewel, I think Jules made the right decision. You know, and I think she handled that situation incredibly well. Um, you know, I don't think uh, I, it's just every time Jules tells Rue I love you, there's a part of me that just goes, eh. I yeah. eek. I'm like, I don't believe you. I don't. <laughs> he said eek. I don't at all. 
I don't believe you. Like it feels so disingenuous. Like this. Like it. I don't know. I just don't believe it. Like I felt like I really felt like when Rue said when she was getting eight out was like, oh, I don't feel anything because I'm like high as shit. I feel like that was her also kind of being like that. I don't feel not really, really full of jewels because I'm high shit the whole time. And she said that in the finale. Like most of it, I wasn't even here. Yeah, you know, like I yeah. she she was like, I, I couldn't even really tell you. I was high. Uh but the, and like that's that's that was a Yeah, they just I don't I don't really fuck with what they did with Jules in season two. They didn't like, do her much credit at all. And she seemed like one of the main characters of season one, of course. Yeah, she and she and she still had a a bit of prominence early on in season two. You know, it 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 was just like slowly as the season went on, she was like fizzled more and more out. Well, that's because I think and, this show is in, in like um Rue's consciousness in a way. Oh, and Jules wasn't a part of that for after yeah. Because you remember fight. when it went over Jules in a bed like this soaping, and then Zendaya, um Rue was like, you know what, fuck her, I don't want to talk about Jules, and it just. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, she's the god of this world. Like, it's in her mind. Yeah. How about uh? How about the way we end this season? You know, we it's kind of a happy note, semi happy note. Um, as happy as we can be in in Euphoria Town. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rue Rue stayed clean the rest of the school year. But how? What happens when that first day of summer rolls around, bro? <laughs> I've really felt like Rue is going to like, I really feel like she is going to go in a not so high route. Like maybe she will have her moments, but I, I don't think it's going to be as bad as season one and season two because I felt like all her access to drugs are now gone in a way. Like, I mean, it's easy. Come on. Yeah. Like we all know it's easy to find drugs, but I really well, feel like in the show. And- yeah. That's what's yeah, making gone, me think. in jail, stuff like that. They, they've it, it, over season two, they turned most of what we thought were supporting characters into straight up like main characters of the show. Like, there's arguably five or six main characters, um, which makes me feel like they need to like introduce more supporting characters. Like, people like Elliot, but I just I don't know. Elliot was such a uh, I don't know Elliot. Elliot's character didn't go anywhere the entire story. Like, and people were, and I can't blame people for like speculating about who there were. There were points in the season like I, I saw y'all. That I saw not not you two specific, not you two, but I saw y'all saying that like Faye and Elliot were like uh, agents of Lori. Oh uh, shit, working <laughs> for Lori. Like what? No, fuck wow. off. Wow, <laughs> uh, that's really that makes no sense. Wow. I mean, in the first episode, they smashed Faye's head into the drywall. So that's right. That's one hell of a payroll. It was just some people reaching for some purpose around Elliot, yeah. I think, uh, mm-hmm. which there didn't end up being any. It was just kind of a guy who was there to stir the fucking pot. Yeah. And uh, I do appreciate, though, like maybe purpose enough was just that for Rue in the finale to stop by and be like, yo, I got a lot of I saw- I'm sorry's. I don't got a lot of a people that still need to apologize to me. So uh, <laughs> yeah. uh I forgive you. Uh I, I appreciated that moment too. Yeah. Uh, I thought that I thought that was strong for Rue to be able to go yeah. and be like, 
I'm really thankful you exist because uh, I'm I suck and you're worse than me. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like and also in like episode five, how how she was just um dodging to police and robbing that house. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh god. <laughs> Yo, when she when she saw the garage open and like looked and then bolted for it, I was like, fucking. Hey, Rue, you're not about to break into a house. She needed that money. Cabinet. She was. I need to pay this bitch. I mean, yeah. that was just such an absurd, absurd sequence of events. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I that one and and uh, Rue's like tirade, but like it did a great job depicting. I think like these episodes in an accurate light. Like this is like <laughs> some like pretty. It was just pretty raw, you know. Oh yeah, you know he she was struggling with with withdrawal in the, in that episode, and she goes on the run in search for not only some money but also some something to get in her system. So that uh, the only thing I couldn't believe was when they got when she snuck out of fucking Lori's house. I was like, that is insane. Like, who is she? Rue or James Bond? Like, like Rue is that right. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she said i'll do what i must like because i was uh, i'll jump 20 feet out a window i was watching it with my um home girl and we was on facetime and we was watching it together and she literally had to like stop the episode with that morphine shit she was like i i she said my anxiety she said aurora please do not tell me what's happening on scene because i don't know what's about to happen and that's going to bother me yeah and I was like, it got to me so bad. I, I had to fast forward. I was like, uh-uh. I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't do this. That was. Yeah, it's some, it's a lot of moments like that in Euphoria, you know? And uh, I will say as a, as much as this finale, like did try to build the tension, I felt it the least in this finale compared to uh comparatively to other weeks. Uh, Mostly because there came a point where it was like, oh, so this is definitely what's about to happen. Yeah. Uh, more so than the other episodes, uh, just because you knew there was a sense of finality to it um, with ashtrays, uh, demise and stuff like yeah, that. But, but uh, the fucking memes that came out with episode five was hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I had to send that in the group chat when it was just like, well, she was like, was how like, long have you been fucking fuck? Nate? What you say? How long have you been fucking Nate? My jaw, I was gooped. I, me and my homegirl was on Facetime, both our faces going. <laughs> Cassie came like that, perfectly well-meaning. Yeah, just uh, really not, not maybe not the the person to be saying it to. Like, know know your audience in this <laughs> scenario, you know, and uh, you know you. Take it one day at a time. It was like, girl, how long you, know? you been fucking? Oh, Jason? oh, Cassie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take it one day at a time. You've been taking it one day at a time, fucking Nate. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, uh... but then Maddie has such a homegirl moment when she was like, "You dumb fucking bitch." I was like, I was in, the, I was in here cheering it. I wish I was in that house. I wish I was there. Yo. How about Maddie seeing like the ultimate redemption arc over the course oh, of the season? Yes. Yeah, she, she is the most. She's the second most likable character in this show right now, for my money. Like, 
uh, or not, maybe not, but towards the top of the list, you know, like she's, she's one of the more enjoyable characters from this show. Uh, whereas in season one, I was like, she is annoying the shit out yeah. of me. But, uh, she was, she rocked in season two. She, she, she's just a really good friend. And not a lot of the people in this show are just really good friends. Uh, they try to be, but they completely yeah, and utterly no, fucking it's so fail. It's so fucking odd when they'll put them on screen all together and you're like, wait, I keep forgetting that these separate people's lives are like, they like apparently are friends. Like, yeah, no, but like, I remember when that intervention shit popped up and I was like, are these the people to have here? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like that. Like you're like, <clears throat> I was like, Lexi, sure. But Maddie, Cassie, I think Kat was there. Like, I know they were friends for a long time and that's why they were there. But like, they haven't been friends for a while. Uh, even longer so than Lexi and Rue, you know, like it seems like they they grew apart for, far before. Uh, this show even really started, you know? You know what scene, you know, like, what they just let go, and it was such an opportunity to have it. I wish they had Cassie, the next episode, episode six, when she was like, you know, they weren't like, da, 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 and I'm the victim. You know, I wish she had to see her just eating ice cream, and she was watching Friends, where Ross was like, we were on a break. I wish <laughs> that was a fucking thing because I would have been like, oh, oh, funny. like that would have been oh, hilarious. <laughs> you know, he's right. <laughs> they were on a break. They were on a break. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> now, yeah, Cassie hit a new low every every single episode. It was crazy. Oh my it was God. just like holy shit. It was just like holy fucking shit. She is falling into a pit of complete unlikability. And of yeah. course, I mean she's she's going through it pretty hard right now, uh, uh, mentally. Uh, I'd say. Um, Man, oh that's why I loved what Lexi God. said. Like you're doing all this older motherfucker who embarrassed you and made fun of you and bullied you your whole entire life. Like, girl, mm. get a grip. Like, I was like, for real. Like, you doing all this for Nate ass? Like, we I we seen him in underwear, girl. Like, come on. Like, I- that was the thing. <laughs> that was the thing from like from the get go this season. At in season one, Cassie was one of the more likable characters from season one. I'd say at least like the least uh, unassuming. You know, like she was just like she seemed pretty genuine and just kind of kind of nice and stuff there weren't a lot of characters in the show that were like that so when you bring her and nate together uh i was like anytime anyone is around nate and goes yeah maybe i'm like what the fuck how like how was mckay friends with nate how how are any of these people even still associating with that guy for real he should be exiled for the most part you don't really see them associating with with Nate, like Nate is for the most part a lone wolf. Like when he does some wild ass shit, he does it on his own. That's true. That's true. And like I Fair really enough. hope in season three, Cal, even though Cal kind of kind of deserves getting locked up, but I hope he runs into Tyler in a way, and Tyler tells mm-hmm. him like, "This is what your son, fucking son did," and he's like, "Oh, bad. Let me call my lawyer." Mm-hmm. Like you know, I kind of wish that was uh, a thing. I hope that's a thing. I'm interested to see what they'll do with Cal going forward. I think it'd be interesting if Fezco is going to jail for any reason here. 
if uh if him and Cal meet on the inside. Uh I think that'd be a that'd be interesting. Yeah, cuz I don't think they're going to get rid of Cal. I feel like Mc, like they're not going to get rid of McDreamy. Like <laughs> they're not going to do that. I don't think so either. It's uh, and maybe they do for like most of his story, like I can like can't have much purpose being that far away from everybody in jail and everything like it it would only be some contemplative retro like maybe even trying to better his character in in prison or whatever but yeah i really don't know what what to expect with uh with nate or him going forward you know like where after getting his dad locked up what's that do to nate what's he going to be like going forward what's uh where's his mentality at I remember right after um, the season had ended with Rue just walking away, I had went to my bathroom and I just heard someone saying it. And I'm just like, I know that's not Zendaya. Because like, I was like, ooh, okay. So we, I, I hope this show don't, doesn't do a thing where every actor that can sing winds up singing. Like, I'm not, I'm not here for that. That gets me nervous. Nah, yeah. I was like, uh, as soon as Dominic Fike started singing, I was like, Okay. Yeah. Please don't do this. Like Zendaya girl. I knew they were gonna I knew they were gonna do that. And then like and then it got to like three and a half minutes of it and I was like, Man, they're really doing it. Huh? I just like wish they... it was like a little like not like such a sad song. Like why do they give them the placement there? Like make some good, pretty upbeat music. Yeah, right. Like, it had a good message, but fuck. Yeah, because I was hoping they would have did that song when he was like singing with his suit on on that on that late show. Like, I wish it was something like that. Like, give him a rock song because he can do it. Like, <laughs> I was so irritated. Right. I really feel like Euphoria needs like a Colton character, though. <laughs> kind of be like, what is y'all doing? Because yeah. what the fuck going on here? <laughs> yeah. But for real, they really do need someone more realistic. They do. They do to just be around. Uh, there, there's so I mean, many. There's so many choices they can make to to like put other characters in, introduce new characters that are like more able to connect with the audience. Because like that's right. what they risk. I think in their excessive melodrama is just like detaching completely from the emotional reality of the audience. Exactly. You know, yeah. I think like the closest thing we've gotten to like a, a normal bystander of everything is Lexi and they elevated her to basically a main character this season. So it was like now now the melodrama surrounds her because she loves she she fell in love with Fez and Fez's little little dude just got shot and he got shot and he's going to jail. And it's like, oh, God, what ha- now Lexi's life is going to shit. And it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like when will it get better? They do need like realistic characters because I would love if someone just pulled up to the school like us on the first day, just being like, "So what I miss?" And it's like, y'all, y'all doing what? Imagine, like, imagine skipping Lexi's play, <laughs> and then it's like all anybody's talking about for weeks after because like that shit went crazy. Yeah, oh Yo, she God. was airing out everybody's shit. Dude. I swear. Like it was but granted, it was in a for. coated way, but lightly coated, very lightly coated. And you know, I do appreciate that they did show her and Rue like going over it earlier in the season. Like this wasn't a surprise for Rue; she did yeah. get it cleared up, uh, which is good. I, it would have been a problem. Like everyone else, I think she can kind of get away with 
kind of just airing out the random shit, but all the shit she had with Rue in it, it was like, you better have gotten Rue's permission for this. Cause, yeah. uh, that's she is the emotional yeah. pivoting point of her play, of her play. Yeah. Like it's, she's the whole, whole point of it. Uh, and just kind of like, it's interesting because, uh, I just, ah. I loved watching Rue enjoy watching the play when she when she was like, uh, you know, your play was the first time I could look at myself and not fucking hate it. You know, like, yeah. I thought that was a really sweet, sweet her sentiment. Her just putting in her dad me. and stuff like that, like that whole speech, like them sitting mm. on top of like fast um, gas station or store thing like that was yeah, store. that was that was dope. Like Rue really loved that play. Like she was like, oh, this is. Like, Lexi, you dope as shit. Oh, yeah, and it made her realize that she needed to get Lexi back in her life, you know? Yeah. Like, I need I need to reconnect with this person who clearly cares so much about me and I've pushed away. Uh, like, I, I just, I really loved that. Like, and all in all, if there was any great takeaway from this season for me, it was Zendaya and Lexi. <laughs> Zendaya. Rue and Lexi coming <laughs> back together. Uh, I, I really liked that, and... uh I, it'll be interesting, you know, that I, I, whatever happens with Fez going forward, because, you know, if Rue and Lexi are together, Rue and Fez were homies, and, like, I wonder how they're going to handle that going forward. Yeah. I mean, I think overall this season kind of let Euphoria come more into its own, and that carries with it sort of bad things and good things in terms of how it still does have a lot of those moments that really grab the viewers and, like, resonate, but then it also... it 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 is too into itself at times you know like it's too just detached from reality but like it's it feels like a the first season could have felt like a limited series you know if you let it be but it it feels like they've given more of a world to it i feel that i feel that you know and the second season of a show is always hard yeah Uh, especially uh Especially coming off a first season that was so strong, you know, you take what you did right and you try to build upon it. And sometimes those building blocks aren't, aren't stable. Sometimes it kind of falls apart under underneath you and you got to go back to the basics and figure out what you did right again. And I think season three will be in store for uh, uh, an overall critically better season of television. But no matter what, I'm going to be fucking entertained. I promise that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just... I don't like this show, even though like some of the writing you can like you know, you might not like the writing always, but even th- poking holes all over that shit. For real, but <laughs> <laughs> poking holes all over <laughs> But I feel like the actors and the way that it's shot really like even though the writing can be like spotty, it's just it's still overall good. Because the actors mm, are really yeah. good actors and oh, yeah. the HBO know how to shoot this shit. Like they like, oh yeah. Oh, that's that's the thing too is that while the writing and writing can be egregious at points, the acting is always phenomenal. Uh, the visuals are always outstanding. Mm-hmm. Labyrinth always kills the soundtrack. Like th- they're hitting on nine out of ten things all the time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's 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 strong. Yeah, uh, I'd say. I don't know if I said this on a podcast. Maybe I did, but. I really, you know, like, felt like, I'm going to say it again, if 13 Reasons Why didn't happen, I feel like Euphoria would be a thing. And I don't know if I said this, mm. but I really... Yeah, you walked so it could run. Yeah, I've really, I, I'm yeah. still, I'm holding that true. 
not not given mm-hmm. like you know euphoria is like worse because i kind of feel like euphoria is like better in a sense but i think it's a lot it's, it's that realistic because i'm like wow y'all just y'all was over dramatic over and that's cool but um uh, it, 13 reasons why was the opposite <laughs> of euphoria and that it was pretty well written but it was horribly acted not well shot and like <laughs> there well wasn't a good shot. soundtrack it was the, it was like the exact opposite yeah uh, the only the only like good sh- like shooting i could talk about with 13 reasons why it's like when they go to hannah it's always like an amber filter like it's always a warm mm. glow that yeah. looks good on melanin skin but <laughs> but that's it or maybe like two songs like the night we met that's like the only thing i can that's the only song anyone knows from <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's reasons like... why and that's just <laughs> for real lord haran fans to be like that's just the fake version <laughs> yeah like it's just like you know euphoria they was like oh girl y'all didn't know the night we met hold up let me call Beyonce. Let me call Drake. Let me call <laughs> Biggie. Let me call Audie. No, they had they have the soundtrack budget for Euphoria. <laughs> and they apparently the most viewed series on HBO besides Game of Thrones. Euphoria. I can that. that shit was taken over every week. Like can even more than the first season, I feel like. It's the biggest example for me of FOMO. I've ever seen because like yeah. I said the last time we talked about euphoria ain't no way people that much older than us are fucking with it yeah. and I see I see like real deal 30s and 40s year olds my, tweeting about my like my 70 time, year old timeline. comms professor started euphoria this season yeah, yeah, I told like, you my eighty-three old, old ass yeah. lady about to retire. <laughs> I saw, like, I saw someone tweet like, "I tuned, I, I was high as, like, I saw this dude saying, I was high as fuck watching the Euphoria finale last night, and I loved Elliot's song." Like, this dude was like forty-five. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't fathom being that being that agent enjoying this. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. Unless but, they're uh, hitting a striking a chord that's true, you know, I, something about yeah, high school. You know, and melodrama, you know, there's something timeless about melodrama. People, people fuck with uh, some over over dramatic stakes uh, that'll that gets your heart pumping a little bit. Even That's though, always that never gets old. I know what people was talking about, like thirteen reasons why I glamorize suicide, and I could see that argument, but I really felt like Euphoria does not gl- glamorize drugs, like because you never no. you never see a scene of Rue being like, like yes, of course she's high, so she's going, she's going to look happy, but they really focus on like the shit that comes down with that. Like they really go down the line of like this is like fentanyl problem, drug dealers big problem. Like yeah, who? Nah, that shit was fantastic. Okay, never mind. I'm not gonna up? hold on. I'm gonna text. Anyone else oh, here that win or is it just my speakers? I don't know. Okay, and it's not happening no more. It was like a. All right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear nothing, but I'm. I'm glad it's. Uh, gl- glad the problem has ceased. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Euphoria overall. I, I don't have much else to say on season two. You know, it was a entertaining season. Uh, could it? Could it? It compared to the season one, it's a sophomore slump, but it's not a huge step down. Uh, just a just a little bit. I think it it certainly saves itself there at the end. Only. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Only- any 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 last thoughts on this season? 
only thing I'm going to say, I feel like Euphoria season three might be a send off to these characters. And I feel like when Gia starts high school, they're going to do that in a way. Like, I feel like they might try to do like a Glee or Skins type of thing where like Skins every two seasons is a different generation. Oh, mm. no, yeah, that'd be that'd be real cool. I think uh, it's only so far you can take these characters who are. Yeah, they gotta be very, very much so getting older and older and no, older, no especially they, since season three is gonna come out in two years. No way they win the argument; and they started out as freshmen. Yeah, that's and why no way they win the argument. They end up as seniors. They end up as fucking twenty-five year olds. We ought to just take them to college or something like this. Honestly, this story was already more suited for college age. I think, uh, like campus campus life, like. Yeah. That would be hella Could have fit perfectly there, too. Uh, yeah, Euphoria University. I could see that. Yeah, call that shit dopamine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Tavares, any last thoughts on season two here? Nah, you know, it was all right. One of the one of the few shows that's able to was able to get me to watch every every week, pretty much when it on the night that it came out, which is a uh, that's something. The testament. And it it just has that prime like who who doesn't have that night that hour on yeah, Sunday, Sunday night, night like, eight eight p.m. Like I want something to watch at Sunday night eight yeah, p.m. Right. You know, <laughs> uh, that's that's ideal appointment viewing. Yeah. It's uh, eight p.m. Oh, uh, it's and, you know, that's right. It's eight p.m. for you guys. Nine o'clock for me. That's right. Oh, oh yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, them bitches on the West Coast got it at seven. Motherfucker. I know. They begin they begin everything so early in the goddamn day. <laughs> um but yeah, or shit, it might be six. It's six out there. Yeah, it is six. That's two hours fucking crazy. Yeah. Two hours behind you guys, yep. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, them West West Coast lucky out there. But uh Yeah, yeah. With that, I I don't have much else to say. Uh I think that might conclude it here. For our Euphoria season two coverage, it uh, was it was a lot of fun. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Tavares Pennington. Thank you very much, homie. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Glad to wrap it up. Oh, I'm glad. I was glad to have you. And I am was also joined by Aurora Carter. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'll see you in 2024 with season three. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Five years of the Penny Bloom podcast, and we'll be covering Euphoria season three. Uh, <laughs> If you would, head to patreon.com slash Bloom, where you'll find over 24 hours of exclusive content. You could start the content at midnight one day and finish midnight the next. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest it, but uh, that's a full 24 hours of me in your ear. I don't know about all that, but uh, we should do it. We should do like the archive, like the iCarly episode. You want to do it? Oh, 24 yes. Hour. <laughs> 24 hour live stream. <laughs> Uh, could kill that. I'll shit. be here for that. But if you, <laughs> we'll, I'll have a rotation of everyone who's ever co-hosted the show. Just uh, we could, just we could probably theoretically do it that way. I think, I think we could. Uh, just uh, rotating everyone who's ever, ever been on it. But uh, yeah, if you would follow on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Uh, leave a five star rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and. Uh, yeah, remember, peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves.